1: You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hey guys, Paul from RareDrop here. Just wanted to give you guys a quick update because we've officially launched our Rare Drop Roleplay brand with three separate campaigns for you to enjoy. It all starts on Tuesdays with Rare Drop Roleplay Reckoning Hour, hosted by Captain Robear and crew. On Wednesdays, our roleplay adventures continue as T-Rex hosts Rare Drop's Bizarre Adventure. And then we cap the week off with our third roleplay campaign on Sundays, Ancient Relics and Hokie Religions, hosted by our friends at JJ Tabletop. We hope to see you this week for some amazing fun and creative. Of storytelling. And don't forget to check out the website for the latest content, merch, and updates on all things Rare Drop. Hope to see you soon. Shit. Oh, and it's a raid from Professor Borman on Twitch. Oh, oh my God. God! Oh, he is on the Twitch. Very know. nice. Oh God. <laughs> he,
2: he's on the place where the gypsies like to watch video games. He saw you had a bald man this this time.
1: Two. We've doubled down. It's Star <laughs> Wars I'm, and Scotch not, with extra bald. No, you have a luscious, gorgeous head of hair. Just rub it in. <laughs>
3: Not not shaving my Do head you, to fit in.
1: Handsome man you <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh telling I hope you have gorgeous articulate children. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to Star Wars the Scotch. Our special guest today is Mr. Woodhouse from Fandom, who, if you were at GCX, not this year, but last year. You will recognize from our, our inaugural Should Tim and Kevin dive into Star Wars panel? Great How, success. Can you believe that that's what started all of this? Yeah. That's that's where this all started. That's where the idea Many came moons from. Ago. And Woodhouse has been like, yo, when are you can get me on with that little that little nudge in that elbow ever since. <laughs> and here he is to talk about things. Did you guys hear me? I can hear you okay, now. now. Why were you were you were you? Mu- uh oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's making faces. Now he's can he not hear us? Discord was acting up earlier. Is Discord gonna continue to be a mother?
0: Find out next time.
1: Only on the SWS Chronicles. So chat, we have a really good idea and I want to gauge your interest on this as we dive into this. While Woodhouse fixes this. Oh no! There it goes. He's Hi. Back. Can you hear us?
2: Yeah, I can hear you now.
1: Perfect. was probably beat a bitch. Uh, yeah. As soon as you
2: introduced me, it was just like, no, goodbye.
1: Yeah, you didn't want to be on the show. Wow. After all that, uh, we were t- we were saying you might reveal the unseen.
2: Maybe. Maybe. You never know.
1: You never know, Chad. Uh. Yes. If you were
2: at GCX that one time, then maybe you know
1: you don't know, now you know. Uh, Sam on Facebook, we can't hear you, but we can see you. Uh, I nice see you, chat Hi. Yeah, and we love you. If you'd like to ask questions uh, about Star Wars or fandom, uh, you can uh, use the questions command on Twitch or the pinned comment that Paul will will pin shortly on Facebook. Is that winking working? Anywho, so we, Tim, Tim, show them what you got today at Target. Okay, well, it wasn't today? Show them what but. you got at Target that day. Chat one of the episodes <laughs> at, at some that we point uh, in the past. Uh, one of our past episodes, we talked about how
3: Disney was pivoting from selling um, just exclusive items at the parks to being able to sell them in stores because, well, it's easier to go to Target right now than it is at Disney. So I was walking, uh, I was walking through Target, and I found some books in the Doc Ondar Black Spire section in the toys, uh, toys area. I wasn't walking, I was walking past it. I wasn't walking through the toy section. Okay, chat. Okay. The Lego section caught my eye. Anywho, I found two books. Star Wars, myths and fables.
2: Hold on. Out of focus. Hold on, there we go.
3: Star Wars, myths and fables. Uh, The chapters in this book include, uh, stories like, uh, The Knight and the Dragon, Gaze of Stone, The Witch and the Wookiee, the sleeping eye, the Leviathan, the golden one. So these are just like fun, like stories and fables in the Star Wars universe. So I also like this one because it looks like something that Da Vinci painted, but it's of Ewoks.
2: It does look like a
1: Da Vinci. <laughs> it doesn't look like a Da Vinci. That's pretty painting. cool. Da Vinci I love it. Or Ewoks.
3: I want to blow this up and put it in my dining room. I really want to.
1: No, we see. We don't have to hide behind the fact that we shop for Legos for ourselves. Yes, we have sons, but. We still yeah, get no, the, Legos for ourselves. It's fine. Yeah, I was looking to I was looking to see if the Razor Crest was there, and it wasn't, and it made me very
3: sad. And then the other book is called Star Wars Dark Legends. For all Star of Wars. you, for all of you that shop at Hot Topic and want to have a red lightsaber. Ah,
1: he's leaning into the joke. Finally, like me,
3: Woo, <laughs> <took> long <laughs> enough.
1: And this is how this is how the book starts. Um, wait, wait! wait before I, you, before you do that. Before you do what? that, what? Chat. How would you feel? If Tim, for life day, life day, did a fireside scotch sipping reading, I could I could sit in this chair of Star Wars Dark Legends. Why don't you give him a little sample?
0: Welcome, brave reader. This treasury of all things dark and gruesome within great knowledge awaits. Before you turn the page, however. Take a moment to reconsider, for here in your hands you hold one of the most perilous tomes the galaxy has ever known. Contained within its pages are stories that will curdle your very soul, spine-chilling tales of danger and deceit, of dark lords and friends, of betrayal and corruption. Once read, these stories will escape into the ether, never to be imprisoned again. For their words are like the powers of the Sith themselves, spinning visions in the nooks and crannies of your mind. In truth, this book is brimming with secrets that should never be told. Heron, too, lies a despicable certainty. The galaxy is rife with terror. It crowds the shadows and lurks at the threshold. It watches from behind every half-closed door. The dark side is ever-present, waiting to tempt the unwary, to make monsters of the benign, to twist the bright spark of the imagination towards fear. Yes, the ways of the dark side are insidious indeed, but they are not unknown. Not if you know where to look, or should that be where not to look. Dun dun dun!
2: Uh-huh. Chills, chills. Uh-huh. I'm, excited
3: uh, to, I'm excited to
1: read that. Yeah, I think they 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 all want you to read more. I don't know how long you think you can marathon that, bud, in that voice.
3: <laughs> I'd be I'd have to I'd have to smoke a lot of stogies and, and gargle sand. <laughs> Take a another
1: cigar. T- <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. I can't was oh, like the
2: my. next day he's like, hi right, kids, hey. we're going we're, we're to play Hello, some Apex Facebook. today.
0: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> good day. morning, Facebook. Oh, good morning, Facebook. It's oh my God, it's a that texture glitch again. <laughs>
1: Anyway, that's one of the many cool ideas we have. Uh, we don't want to just do a podcast every Monday. We want to do fun Star Wars things. So that's on the list now. I have to add it to the whiteboard, though, to make it official, Tim. So after I tell show,
3: Kevin, do that. To, anytime we come up with an
1: idea, it's just Kevin, whiteboard. There it is. It's right there for all of you not to see because I'm not turning the camera because you can't <laughs> see it. Because
2: have- <laughs> there's important stuff on there. Yeah,
1: you uh, don't have clearance. Yeah. <laughs> And stop saying "make it so," chat. It is. It is. It is Star Wars time.
3: You so can stop make it. it so inside Star Wars. No, you can't. <laughs> but you could. You really could.
1: <laughs> anyway, chat. Uh, uh, thank you again for stopping by, Mister Woodhouse. Uh, why don't you tell everyone what you do at fandom and and how that incorporates into your you being. When I was a a streamer back in the day and Woodhouse would be in my chat and I'd play something Star Wars related, Woodhouse would be my cross-reference on any information that I was like, "Chat, I think it's this, and Woodhouse would be like, yeah, nope, it's this, da-da-da. Can you give the folks a little background as to your uh, vast knowledge of Star Wars and why?
2: Yeah, so I'm the global community lead for fandom and Gamepedia, so wiki's about everything from Star Trek to Star Wars to... You know, stuff about vampires and young adult novels and, you know, random race car teams and stuff like that. And part of what drew me to the company, uh, you know, apart from us being acquired, of course, um, is that they have Wikipedia And it's one of my favorite, you know, websites on the Internet. And, you know, I was like, oh, this is awesome. I get to be a community manager working on Star Wars now, so... That's what I do That's every dope. day. You know, that talking to different communities that are really passionate about stuff and helping them with the platform.
3: That's cool.
1: Awesome. Sorry my wife came in and needed to show me a new hat that she got. Uh, oh. That was wow. very, it was very important, Chad. I know we're wow. talking about was Star a nice Wars. it hat? Show them the Did hat. Did have something, they have to, something to do now. with Star Wars? Come show them the hat. No, they have to be, see the hat. better
3: be good. It better be, a, it better be Star Wars themed if Come into the it's camera not, frame
1: I'm, and show them the hat.
3: I'm gonna be so upset, Daniel. There
1: you go. Oh, it's a it's a That's lovely a nice hat. it's a lovely hat, Daniel. They love the hat. So <laughs> yes. keep the hat. Okay.
3: It it's missing Star Wars though.
1: Yeah, if you could make I mean, that I, a little I, more. I mean, I could hot. see that
2: in Canto Blight. Yeah. In Canto Blight?
1: Yeah, you you could you could uh, it, remember the old Swoptor smugglers too. I forget his name in the trailer. He had a he had a, a cowboy style hat going on yeah that's true that whole that whole cowboy obviously we know that star wars is based on on a combination of spaghetti westerns and samurai films that's that's literally in space that's what it is so that whole cowboy motif technically 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 works k magic 101 is now part of legends yes the the (sighs) Drop legends there is a thanks to mr woodhouse there is a rare drop section of uh, of uh, uh, is it where, where is it is on Fandom somewhere? It's on Fandom. Oh, it's right? on fandom. There,
2: yeah. There's a fa- there's a rare drop wiki on Fandom. Yeah, so you can go and look oh, at all so the, ra-
1: the, the we we will add K Magic one, one to the rare drop legends. Arithos <laughs> so yeah.
2: yeah. er, Eritho, keeps it up to date. I get notifications every time the uh, the different D and D streams finish that he's updated or something. Like so D&D no streams. way, our D and D stuff's up there yeah
3: no way so
2: tim we, you, we, we even have all the different uh ham bones
1: yeah, from kevin's that's uh, what role playing every time i make a character tim and anything i name it ham bone and it's always yeah. some redneck version of whatever so Arathos, for probably over a year now has been adding each ham bone to like the anthology of ham bones
3: dude i didn't know i have a freaking wiki yeah <laughs> of course <laughs>
2: That's so
1: and, cool. And
2: everyone is listed by their title depending on yeah. which type of Kevin they are.
3: Mm. That's mm. so cool. You can have discussions in here.
2: Oh yeah.
3: Chat, you need to go to you need to go to and
1: just go check it out. It's in Chat. heaven right now. It's so cool. Tim's gonna be editing it and being like, Hey, can we add uh, <laughs> to the wiki? Okay, thanks, bud. Um,
2: Tim's greatest moments. Yes.
1: <laughs> Back to Star Wars. Everything. <laughs> Back to Star Wars. Um, so rehashing what we discussed at GCX, uh, give us your your earliest memory. I love to ask every guest your earliest memory of Star Wars. What inspired you? What What made you the the nerd that you are today?
2: So my earliest memory of Star Wars was I got a read along cassette tape for empire strikes back i remember those and it was like like you'd put it into your cassette player and it had like a picture book and you like read through the story and it was like sanitized for kids and it's like it gets towards the end it's like and then luke somehow lost his hand it's like (laughs) we don't want to be too violent about it um and so i was like oh this is cool i like this book um And then my dad got uh, some bootleg copies of the original trilogy on VHS from one of his buddies who's just like, you know, hey, do you have the Star Wars movies? You know, my kid wants to watch them. And his friend showed up with like, you know, CVS brand, you know, recordable VHSs that he had bootlegged and they were too (laughs) short. So Return of the Jedi ends on the, the little VHS as the Falcon is, is like getting out of the exploding death star. And I'm, no. and I was, you know, for, that's where it stops? for like seven, eight years, I thought that's how return of the Jedi ended. Oh, oh no.
3: You, so have, you didn't like, have any closure at all.
2: I had no closure. I was just oh like, no. from, from the age that I was like five to the age that I was like 13. I was just oh like, Oh no, I'm like, hey i really like star wars return of the jedi sucks and be like yeah yeah return of the jedi sucks ewoks blah blah blah, blah. i'm like no the ending just is awful <laughs> like well what do you mean i'm like you don't like it just kind of abruptly ends and people are like oh okay i guess and no one would ever ask me to expand on that and i'd just be like well you know it just blows up and they don't tell you anything and everyone would just be like, no, 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 that's not the end. What are you talking about? But nobody ever asked. That's so I when I finally so got like, you know, an actual copy of the movie and I watched it, I was just like, I don't really like Return of the Jedi, but I guess I'll watch it. And then it kept going after that scene. I was like, what's this? <laughs> is this why it's a special edition? Like, what is this? Um... So, yeah, that's how I got introduced to Star Wars. That's funny. Um, That's wild. And then, yeah, I saw, like, episode one, like, 12 times in theaters when I was, what, like, nine? Did you dress Um, up? I did not dress up. Um, I did dress up as Luke Skywalker when I was, like, six,
3: though. Aw.
2: And I, I sent the picture of it to Mark Hamill on uh on twitter on halloween one year and he he said it was really awesome <laughs> I was just oh. like, yes! do you <laughs>
1: remember uh on conan triumph the insult con- comic dog no are you no. guys too young for that i yep. do not remember that oh, he was a little dog puppet that someone i guess that worked for conan did yeah for me to poop on some people in chat know that was like his tagline because he was a little dog puppet but he went, I think it was episode two or three, uh, he went on the line when people were waiting to get in, they were in costume and stuff, and he was making fun of everybody. And I'll never forget the Darth Vader one, because, you know, he put the voice mod on, he was like, I am your father, da, da, da and he goes, looks at his chest with all the buttons, he goes, which button do I push to have your mother come and pick you up? <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing was great, but that is the line that has stuck with me all these years. Uh, so good. That's pretty great. <laughs> um, so you go from not knowing the end of <laughs> return of the jedi <laughs> for a decade of your life to uh now basically uh part of the team that that for lack of a better you know outside of lucas publicly archives all of our yeah. working knowledge of not just star wars but o- almost every beloved nerd thing we have on the planet um yep. that's 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 quite a journey from getting a half ass ending to getting to that uh wh- what's been your your I don't want to say coolest moment at fandom, but what's been like your most nerdy moment at fandom? What has been your deepest dive into being? And it doesn't have to be Star Wars related, but your your thing that was like, whoa, this is this is beyond.
2: Um. So all of our conference rooms are named after like, you know, some things in different fandoms. Mm-hmm. Um and we moved to a, a new office in San Francisco recently. And so I got to help name some of the oh, that's conference cool. rooms. That's fun. Um, and so it was like, I was throwing all these like really deep star Wars references out. And finally one of the guys, uh, was just like, okay, we have, we have one star Wars conference room. <laughs> and It's just like, I need other ideas. I'm like, okay. And so we're just like, you know, coming up with cool stuff. So, um, We've got, like, Iron Bank and Stormwind and um, Pallet Town and Cloud City and stuff like that. Oh, cool. So, it's like, you know, it'll be like, oh, Cloud City is connected to your meeting. Um, And so, it's always cool to see that come up. And all the conference rooms are decorated as such. Our really cool design team did, like, special painted, like, wallpapers and stuff. Um, And there's, like, little memorabilia related to each theme um so like pallet town has like all this really cool retro pokemon stuff on the walls and <sighs> that's, fun. that's so and like cool li- little plushies and things
1: yeah, we that's um, neat. when we designed our office i, I had to really you know because my wife was going through everything and be like what do you think of this what do you think of this and it was very difficult not to just go full straight on star wars because that's that's what's out there mostly. It's very accessible to go on Etsy and find all of this creative Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Uh, I just Tim yesterday or yesterday. Yesterday I was at the office unpacking shit from before COVID hit that got yeah. delivered, uh, and I have a a like Warhol print of Baby Yoda.
3: Oh. Yeah. So we we
1: framed that yesterday, but I was like, man, this this just adds to a bunch with a bunch of other shit that I was like, oh, I forgot we ordered this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I think we did a good job balancing it. We put some comic book stuff in there. Oh, we name the room. We should name the rooms though. Well, it's office. I guess you could name each office. Just name the offices. It'd be cool. Oh, it'd be so cool. All right, we could do that. I'll ask Danielle what a what a because uh, uh, our our office uh, as per her is uh, nerd chic is the word that that they they've use. been using that word for a bit. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, nerd we're going chic. very nerd chic. So it's cool, like wooden services. We have lots of plants and planters everywhere. Um, and all of the art is nerdy, but it's very, very... Um, I don't want to say modern. That's not the word. What, how would you... Artistic, Tim? Is that what, how you, what you'd call it? Refined? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, we have, artistic, the, tattoo, yeah. we have the tattoo style Galahorn and the tattoo style... Um, Hawk, is it Hawkmoon or Last yeah. Word? Last Word. Uh, it's the last
3: word. Yeah. 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 It's just like, yeah, it's gamey but fancy if that makes sense yeah
1: we have a we have two that are one's DC one's Marvel of all classic comic book um covers uh there's about 20 on each poster and they just you know they're they're down one of the hallways and just things like that we have a a Mario Brothers skateboard deck hanging up uh in the back by the kitchen stylized yeah that's a good one uh and we're still working on it um (laughs) it would have been done but (laughs) yay Coven, uh but yeah that's awesome that's fun that's uh, coming from a place where i got to work on that and it's 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 funny because it's really difficult to actually be nerdy and creative because you don't want to lean one way or the other like you don't want to be too stuffy and annoying and you also don't want to be too nerdy where when someone comes in and they have no idea what anything on the walls is (laughs) so you try and make it relatable because star wars is is pretty pop culture relatable you know someone sees uh, Carrie Fisher with two buns on her head—they know that's Princess Leia. So, correct, <laughs> right. true. Um, yeah, one. Uh, let's let's dive into some news. Um, they they gave us the name for Din Djarin's home planet last week. No way, really? Yeah, it's Did a, they really. It is the go new, ahead. It is a new planet, and it's called Akventina. Spell it for me. A Q space V is in Victor uh-huh. E T I N A, Akventina. I could be pronouncing that wrong, too. <laughs> no, no, you're right. No, you know. Act uh, right on the nose. Akventina is, is and it's, it's in and It's in Wikipedia already. Can you read us what's in there? I, I skimmed it, but I didn't really dive into uh, it.
3: Akventina was a settlement inhabited by a number of humans. During the Clone Wars, the Confederacy of the Independent Systems attacked the settlement, killing the population. The Mandalorians of Death Watch intervened in the attack, fighting back against the separate destroyed forces. The young human, Didin Jaren was rescued by one of the Mandalorian warriors and was raised as a foundling in the Mandalorian Creed. That is it. That's all we get. And then one picture of an overhead shot from uh, season one.
2: And it's from a new do, do, do,
1: reference book do, do, do. that was written
2: by Pablo Hidalgo. Pablo Hidalgo.
1: I love saying that name. <laughs> hmm.
2: Pablo Hidalgo!
1: <laughs> I sent
2: him the clip of me uh, <gasps> Name dropping him during the the GCX panel. He's just like, that's the coolest anyone's ever said my name. Because I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Pablo
1: Hidalgo. So they named that. And a a lot of this news comes from uh, New York Comic Con did their virtual event last week. So uh, we got a slew of things about the High Republic as well. Um, One article I grabbed from Gizmodo is how Star Wars High Republic is exploring new interpretations of the Force. Forgive me, this isn't on my monitor. I'm reading this off my phone, so if I'm looking down, I apologize. Uh, As Star Wars fans, we love to evoke Han Solo and rigorously cry, that's not how it works whenever something weird happens with the Force, which is true. Uh, I use that in everyday life with my kids and stuff. That's not how it works. But that's kind of (laughs) been what the Star Wars franchise in movies, books, comics, and more has always been fascinated by the unknown. The High Republic, it seems, will be no different. Speaking today at New York Comic Con's Star Wars The High Republic panel, writers of the myriad novels and comic series that will form this new era of Star Wars storytelling, including Claudia Gray, Charles Sewell, Justina Ireland, Danielle Ho- Daniel Jose Older, and Kevin Scott, discuss how this new period allows writers to really explore the depths of the Force in ways that are pretty rare in the current iteration of Star Wars canon. Set roughly 200 years before its fall, at the climax of Revenge of the Sith, the High Republic era seeks its... Uh, titular democracy at the expansionist apex of its reach, pushing, pushing colonists further beyond the core worlds of the galaxy, far, far away into its unexplored fringes. But most crucially, it also sees the Jedi Order in its own Age of Enlightenment, a period where, operating hand-in-hand with the Republic as vanguards of this Age of Exploration, they are likewise at the height of their influence. This is going to be reflected in the higher public aesthetically, of course, as the Jedi position themselves as wandering knights of the realm. Their lightsabers are not mere tools of defence, but reflections of Jedi's grace and mastery of martial arts. I love these descriptions. Their yeah. shining robes, a walking reminder of their status as beacons of hope and justice. But we will also see it in their approach too and usage of the force. We have really tried to lean into the idea that every Jedi has their own connection to the force, and that allows them to experience it in their own way, which has been really good for story storytelling, Sewell explained. Uh, When asked how these exemplary exemplary Jedi wield the mystical connection that unites Star Wars galaxy, it's not every Jedi has their own special sense. It is and it isn't. But the idea is that the force is very small and personal, but it's also very large and immense. It encompasses all things. The writer continued. It just emerged naturally that the Jedi uh, that we meet that we get close to would all have their own way of interacting with and understanding the force. How those different interpretations of the Force will be reflected in the High Republic came in a fascinating thought experiment as as the panel's host, uh, Polygon Comics editor Susanna Polo, asked each writer how the Jedi in their stories see the Force. For some, like lauded master—yeah, this is interesting—Avar Chris, it's seen as an eternal song, with each being she encounters playing their own instrument, capable of uh, assonance or dissonance with the wider harmony— Wookiee Knight and Soft Boy, Buryaga Agabari. Hold mean, on, hold oh, on,
3: wait, wait, wait. Can we roll back? What? Wait, what was the description?
1: It's seen as an eternal song with each being she encounters playing their own instruments instruments capable of assonance or dissonance with a wider harmony. No, 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 no. You say Soft Boy? Wookiee Knight and Soft Boy. What's a soft boy? I'm reading the article. (laughs) I guess because he's hairy? I don't know. (laughs) Briaga Agaberry, meanwhile, envisions himself as a leaf on a great tree. itself rooted in a massive world, a small part of a natural whole connected together. It's fascinating that all these interpretations come through as perspectives, a certain point of view on the Force as a lens, rather than something like, oh, this Jedi uses it, uh, and goes super fast This one uses it to push things harder Or root them in place None of the interpretations of the force were in a combative sense But as a tool of insight For these Jedi to find their place in a much larger world It makes sense that with the Jedi At the height of their power spiritually The way they wield the force Is not primarily as a tool to manipulate the world And people around them But to seek stronger connections instead Star Wars The High Republic Having been delayed blah 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 blah. That's, that's it, the rest talks about the delay
3: just in this episode we titled soft boy
1: <laughs> please someone that's tell max definitely different just, what is a soft boy I'm assuming because he's hairy I can't think of any other explanation that's why terrible. they would run but soft like like a boy really that's, that's like so really
2: weird editorialization like they're just being like you know in universe, in universe, in universe, in universe. Oh, he's a soft boy. A soft in universe, in universe, in universe. Oh, in universe. the
1: little, wookie, little soft boy. That's so, probably so, so what weird. it is. That's something I would say to my <laughs> puppy. you just a no. soft boy. <laughs> you little just a soft boy, <laughs> you're soft you? Boy, you're you little
2: baby. <laughs>
3: um, so, soft boy aside. Uh.
1: <laughs> very interesting. So, here's my two cents. I feel like the High Republic... Is, is Since it is the height and the glory of the Jedi, is almost this, this is what it was supposed to be like?
3: Yeah, it was the good times. The good times, it was the
1: bad But is times. it the good times at the expense of others? That's my big, like, moral, political question there. Yeah, yeah it
2: feels like it's going to be like, you know, when you see all these you know, big like period dramas of the Renaissance and whatnot. And everyone's so elegant and like everyone's so refined. It's like, yeah. but in the background, there's like the peasants. are just like, you want my Lord? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's the vibe. There's your software yeah. emote. It exists already. That's the vibe no that I'm getting too. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's, that's the vibe I'm getting too is, is almost like w- what is the cost and the expense of the Jedi being completely married and like in tune with the force to that extent um to the rest of the universe i am very 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 interested to see how the dark side plays into all of this because you can't you can't have these stories without a dark side yeah and especially if 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 we know for a fact that according to the jedi council of our current era, no one had seen a Sith for how many years? A thousand years, I think, uh, is what years. Alex told us. Yet Yoda knew that there was a rule of two. Mm-hmm. No more. And Yoda's alive no in
2: the, in in these stories. Like, we've seen the yep. picture of young Yoda looking, like, really sus.
1: He looks so fresh and, and just handsome.
2: Like, the side eye he's giving is just like...
1: He also... so. Mm. Thinking on that, Tim, because I know we, we discussed that when Alex and Molly were on the show. Um, thinking on that, too, watching Clone Wars back, Yoda knows that Darth Bane is the one that instituted it, too, because he yes. says it to the spirit. Right. He says, rule of two you made. So uh, I'm, I'm I'm mega, mega, mega interested in we lost him again, but we'll get him back. back. I'm, back. back. I'm mega interested in the idea that the Jedi try and hide things yeah oh like, no for sure incidents happen they're like we must never speak of this again
3: yeah no, this, this is gonna be where all the dirty secrets get swept under the rug yep uh-huh
1: and I, I uh, there's one picture in all of them have you seen the one high republic picture of like that huge red being behind one of the Jedi no no no, I haven't seen that one. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Um, this is right. gonna be like The Boys, but for Star Wars. Uh, I'll I'll find it and I'll I'll post it on on Twitter and tag Tim and Woodhouse. Um, but I keep seeing that one image, and it looks like it's some sort of evil dark side situation thing. I don't know, I don't know, but um, I'm excited for the High Republic. I, I think. Diving into it with a baseline of books and comics is the right idea, and then yeah. I, I would say within the next three or four years, we'll start to see visual content uh, beyond books and comics. Um, but I'm, I'm diving right into those books. I think, Tim, you and I already said, like that's that's probably what we're going to talk about a lot next year. Yeah, those no, books.
3: it's going to be decent content for sure.
2: Yeah, especially they've got a good lineup of authors to execute on that content, so it should be good.
1: I am excited. Uh, another one that came up this week: Star Wars Bad Batch can ex- explain an abandoned Clone Wars story. Uh, also, chat. I have zero questions from you today, which is great because that means I can get off early and get myself another glass of scotch. Uh, we have plenty of questions. What are you What
3: are you drinking tonight, Kevin?
1: Uh, what am I drinking? Johnny Walker of a color that I don't remember because I poured it into a decanter and don't remember which color it is.
2: Oh, Kevin, hit there. refresh. There, are, there are questions. I got nothing. I got seven.
1: Okay. You guys talk about your uh, stuff and and oh that's well, hold on. someone gave me the wrong link.
2: So I've got <laughs> I've got Taramana. I got Dwayne Johnson's tequila. Ooh,
3: I like his tequila. You, you're not drinking it straight. You've got, you got got. No,
2: I I I made myself a.
3: You made a little margarita, margarita. didn't you? Yeah. yeah.
1: And I'm doing. Uh, what do you what do you I, make with the margarita?
2: I do, um, I usually do key lime juice in it instead of lime juice, but we didn't have key lime juice. So it's regular lime juice, um, some orange liqueur, um, some agave nectar. Yeah, you do it right. Um, and yeah, and then of course the tequila. That in, is in the shaker and then strained.
1: That's how you do Very it. Nice. That is not a margarita. That is a healthy vitamin C drink that you got there. So <laughs> that's what Kevin called at dinner the other night. Yeah, it's a healthy, delicious <laughs> vitamin C drink. Uh, uh, I did a,
3: I did a, I did a cheap man's whiskey sour. I just took, uh, I took some some uh, lemon juice, threw it in there, and some bullet. Nothing wrong good. with
2: that. Nah, it was um, easy nice peasy. Yeah, based on Twitch chat, I think that when we do Tim's fireside. Dark side reading. We have to figure out some sort of blue milk alcoholic beverage for
3: him damn it. to be drinking.
1: <laughs> I can, I can do that. Tim you all, no. We also have to get you a robe, and you have to put the hood over God. your head. Oh, oh, that gives me an excuse to buy the Sith robe. Yes, and we can expense it.
2: Yes.
3: Oh, I, I, they, they have it on the Disney store.
1: Good. <laughs>
3: To this Disney store, <laughs> corporate <laughs> card, corporate <laughs>
1: card. See <laughs> chat. This is where all your speaking money of goes. buying.
3: Speaking of buying silly things, uh, sideshow just released a bunch of new Star Wars
1: statues. I saw um, the Mandalorian one yeah. looks so cool. The
3: Mandalorian one's really good. The child is really really good. Like he even
1: has like little hairs sticking out
0: of his head.
3: Um, and then they also released a Death Watch um Mandalorian statue as well. They're all one sixth uh size. Uh action figure. They're not even action figures. These are like actual like models. Um I've never heard of Sideshow. I mean I have seen Sideshow products, but I've never been to this website before, and now I'm really sad that I came here because now I want to <laughs> buy everything. And they're really expensive. <laughs> it's like the child is like 400 bucks, but he looks so
1: so realistic. He looks like he popped the, out of the show, dude. Where's the Death Watch one? Oh, uh, I found it. I got
3: it. Yeah, Death Watch Mandalorian. It looks really good. So
2: my big piece of Star Wars memorabilia I actually got for free by accident. So Go I on. I was in a used record store and found a copy of the original soundtrack on vinyl. And it's like a little bit scuffed up on the outside. I was just like, whatever. It's, you know, it's an original soundtrack, original pressing of it from 1977. Like that's cool as hell. Bought it for like 19, 20 bucks. Got home, you know, open it up. I'm going to play it. And there's like this folded up thing in there. I'm just like, what the hell is this? It was this original 1977 concept art. No way. Which has multiple millennium falcons on it. What? Because the original was going to have It's just a It's it's like just a pirate ship Like it's I have a piece of paper That refers to it as the pirate ship
3: Wow
2: And like The Death Star is not complete And like all kinds of cool shit That's cool So I was just like immediately br- brought it To a frame store and I'm like Opening it up and the framers Just like geeking the hell out she like brought oh. everyone from the back to come look at this She's like this is the first time we've had anything original from Star Wars show up in the shop
0: that's so cool
1: that's amazing that's neat I've, yeah. I've seen uh th- those there's only a few of those around right mm-hmm. a couple hundred or something like that
2: yeah something like that
1: yeah I've, I've seen them online and people are like there's only a few of these and the, I've seen the explanation about the Millennium Falcons plural um, yeah, it's
2: pretty cool. Like they have the like the explanation of what happens in the movie, and it's not what happens in the movie because it's based on like an earlier version of the script.
3: That's so cool. Damn, how much would that go for? Like, have you have you even like have you ever got it appraised? So
2: it, it's not in perfect condition. There are some crease marks. Um, but one of my buddies said that if it was it like based on the condition it's in, it'd be like three grand. Whoa. Um, He said if it was in perfect condition, he goes it could go anywhere from five to fifteen. Wow. Okay.
1: Holy crap! So if you ever really hard up for cash, (laughs) there you go, dude. (laughs) I always say I I have a I have a Willie Mays signed card baseball card in glass. So, and I say if I'm ever hard up for cash, I can just whip that out of the safe. and uh pay my mortgage for a few months um i wish i had something cool with star wars i think uh here hold on i got my coolest thing is he gonna put the helmet on again he's either gonna get the helmet or he's got his his he's got a few things oh I. this I one's
3: I cool kevin hasn't even seen this one this is uh 1996 uh gold
1: plated star wars trading card oh wow that is cool that is awesome what number of ten thousand? Just why did you throw it, <laughs> Tim? It fell out of my hand.
2: Slide of uh, hand.
1: Here is it's, this it's, priceless it's, piece it's, of nerd history. <laughs> he chucks yeah, it across the room. 10, <laughs> I, yeah, one out of ten thousand.
0: <sighs> yeah,
1: it's number one out of ten thousand. It's 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 of ten thousand. So it is one of 10,000, not number it's one. not number, out number of... one, Kevin. It is one of, but it isn't we're number one. number one.
2: Number seven in your programs, number one in your hearts.
1: All right, I'm going to read this Bad Batch thing when Tim comes in the back, and then we're going oh, right, to tackle read it. these questions. Um, Bad Batch could incorporate elements of an abandoned plot from Star Wars and Clone Wars in 2013, shortly after their Lucasfilm acquisition. Disney made the controversial decision to cancel Clone Wars. House and Mouse didn't give much of a reason, it's reasonable to assume the company wanted an immediate return on the investment, and because the show aired on a competitor network, Cartoon Network, uh, the story of Clone Wars was ultimately completed on Disney Plus. But the seventh and final season was abbreviated with several plots dropped completely. Lucasfilm rarely lets anything go to waste, and it's possible to cut storylines, could be still be picked up in a spin-off series in the works, the Bad Batch. Set after the end of Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. This we I did not know, which is why I grabbed this. Because Tim and That's I were exciting. wondering when the Bad Batch show would take place, so it takes place after Revenge of the Sith, which means to me they don't have their their chips in their heads.
3: No, this is this is like almost this is closer Rebels time. But it, it means
1: sixty six probably had no effect on them,
3: right? Well, no, we we kind of we we assumed well, that that was true. Well, it depends
2: on how far after Episode three it is.
1: Also, Echo knows about the chip, doesn't he? No, Fives yes. was the one that went crazy. Yeah, Fives. Yeah, yeah, but Echo knew, knew it
3: but it. Echo knew about it because he was in the main like he was in the mainframe. Like he was in there. He knew he knew everything.
1: But why wouldn't he tell anybody about it when he was back for those four episodes? I don't know. Three episodes. Huh. Well, my guess is they don't have their chips. I think that's painfully I would obvious. assume not. It would be a pretty boring show if they do. Uh, Stars Gloop, Clone Troopers, Mutations, and Genetic Imperfections were considered desirable by the Grand Army of the Republic. The Clone Wars disbanded. They'll be cut loose from the Empire and forced to make their own way as a band of mercenaries. Yes! This could provide the perfect opportunity to pick up a plot George Lucas had planned for Star Wars A Clone Wars that never made its way on the small screen. Here we go. You ready? I never knew about this. Lucas had intended to produce a four-episode plot set on the Wookiee homeworld of Kashyyyk, and it was Ooh. intended to explain Yoda's comment that he had, quote, good relations with the Wookiees in Revenge of the Sith. It seems right. to have involved something of a three-way battle between Republic forces, the Separatists, and a group of Transdoshans who had come to Kashyyyk to hunt the Wookiees, which we know of from the episodes where Ahsoka ends up on the Transdotian hunting ground planet. right. Um, right. Part of the plot would have tackled the Wookiee's religious sensibilities as they would have objected to the damage to the Great Forest. That's, that is f***ing awesome. I want to learn more about that. Yeah. Naturally, this plot would need to be heavily adapted for the Dark Times, but there's no reason Lucasfilm couldn't head back to Kashyyyk. The heavily forested world has appeared prominently in other tie-in material, including Jedi Fallen Order, which it was fantastic in that, and it suffered terribly under the Empire. The Empire considered the Wookiees to be the perfect slaves because of their tremendous strength and used them as slave labor on some of their greatest construction projects, including yeah. the Death Star. The Bad Batch could potentially get drawn in by the crisis on Kashyyyk, perhaps hired to protect the Wookiees from the transdotian hunters, given the Empire certainly wouldn't be interested in defending them. Ooh. That Thoughts? sounds good that's really good so what you're saying is that's gonna be it. exciting so when is this when is this uh, seeded for they don't have it the only thing we know that is happening um, as far as moving forward besides High Republic stuff is Kenobi COVID willing starts filming in March
2: yes wow
1: uh, Zer- Zerthiel on uh, t- Twitch said so you're saying is he did it all for the Wookiee uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to know more about the Kashyyyk, uh the Wookiee religion with the Great Tree and everything. I think that's cool. That'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder if there's force tie-in there, too, with, like, the Wookiee shamans and whatnot. Oh, I don't know. Because you know how other um, races... Well,
2: maybe maybe they'll exp- explore the origin of soft boys.
1: Oh. That. <laughs> I think we need a soft boy Star Wars and Scotch we shirt, do. Tim. We need a soft
3: boy shirt, dude, 100%. With just a Wookiee on it?
1: Yeah. I like that a lot. All right, I'm going to email Copper after the show. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Asterius uh, got flagged for an inappropriate question, but it's perfect for this show. Um, we're going to play uh, Mary Kill. With Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Luke, we can choose older, young. It doesn't matter. Oh... Oh, okay. All right. So, who are the who are my
3: three choices again?
1: Obi Wan, Anakin, and Luke, young or old. You can choose. I I have mine. This is easy for me.
3: All right. So I would I would I would kill Luke. Yep. I would f- Anakin. Yep. Uh, before he falls into fire. Yep. Uh, and I would definitely marry middle age Obi Wan.
1: You and McGregor yeah, Obi Wan, right? I mean, that's yeah. You and McGregor. Obi-Wan. That's
2: the correct answer.
1: Episode two, three, Obi Wan. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Hello there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't yep. even have to go around the table because everyone's on board. Are we all in agreement? Uh, okay, okay, perfect. That, that's, great. That's
2: how that That's how that goes.
1: That was easy. Yeah. Try harder <laughs> next time. Uh,
2: Not at all controversial.
1: <laughs> I recently saw a Star Wars content creator make a video on YouTube explaining why great Jedi technically don't and cannot exist. Thoughts? Um, it's funny you mention this because if you mentioned it like that, we would not be able to answer you but i do have the article here that i i was putting down for this oh. week and i can grab it uh real quick and and is it how long is it uh do you want to talk about this next week yeah let's do that all, all right we'll be ta- fun. sorry Woodhouse. we're gonna talk about that next it's all week. right so we're gonna talk about that we'll talk about the great jedi stuff i'll keep it on my phone in my notes section for next week uh and we'll dive into that because that i think is a long thing that we don't want to like rush over uh, oh, and the next question. His YouTube is Element Seven. If you want to check out the video, <laughs> we'll go over the article, and I'll, I will look up the, uh, the the piece too, and I'll send it to Tim. Anonymous ass. In your opinion, what is the most recognized moment in Star Wars history? Woodhouse, I feel like you have analytical data to back this one up, so I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> toss that one in your lap.
2: I, I mean, I don't have data to back it up, but I but the most recognized Star Wars moment is also the most misremembered Star Wars moment. Yes, it, it is. It is the it is the most misquoted literary thing in history. What is it? Which is Vader revealing that he is Luke's father. What does he say, Everyone Tim. says – Wait, wait, wait. Tim what, Tim,
1: what does he say? Tim,
2: what is the quote?
3: I don't like getting put on the spot. Tim, Tim what does he I'm say? Just say it.
1: Quick, just say it out loud. What does he say? Luke what does he I'm say to Luke's father? Luke?
2: no he says no i am your father yep
1: yeah yeah no it is, it is
2: the most it's the most misquoted thing in history yeah because like uh,
3: luke because luke goes you killed my father no no no
1: i am your I father, am your father. search your feelings you know it to be true <laughs> True. and then we get no! no 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 with the ugliest cry face in the history of cinema
2: I saw it's a good worst. one the other day that says Obi Wan did it tell you what happened to your father and Luke says No no no, he told me. He said he was a little bitch you hated sand. <laughs> <laughs> that's quality it's I like. So the good. Lot.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, but yeah, that that's the that's the most iconic and recognized Star Wars moment
1: anonymous asked would you like to see form of content where they talk about the time before the prequel like Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan found uh Rise of the Jedi and the betrayal of Dooku so pre-episode one leading up to
2: yeah there's there's good stuff in Legends for that um the Jedi Apprentice series um Mm -hmm. I mean it's young adult novels but there's like really good lore in it um you learn a lot about Obi-Wan and it kind of you know, gives a gives you a good background into his character. Um, they really don't get into Dooku that much because it was before they even made the decision to put Dooku in the series. Um, but it's got good stuff about Qui-Gon and Obi Wan and Qui-Gon's first apprentice, Xanatos, who's like went to the dark side and is like Oh, that's cool. A total douche. Um <laughs> but
0: disney like,
3: came to yeah, my it, house and burned all of my legends books so i don't know how i can even begin to enjoy something like that literally mickey mouse came and he put them in a pile and he burned all of it while giving me the middle finger he, and then he killed he, my parents with a lightsaber did he call toodles to bring over a mousecatool as well oh Fucking show,
1: dude. I love Ben saying the first time he saw that, it reminded him of like the summoning of Cthulhu in a. uh... Oh my god, fucking Toodles, dude. Oh, Toodles. Uh, Lewis said, so experts. Oh god. Oh, he's talking to Woodhouse, not us. My fiance is a massive Star Wars nerd. I am just getting into this realm. First of all, welcome. And if anyone treats you. you like shit, let us know, and we will we will say mean just, no. We won't do that because that would be no. Just welcome to the family because they've all done it to us. So. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. cheers. There's a there's a large contingency of people that are assholes, but for the most part, we talk about some cool stuff. What on this green earth should I get her for Christmas? What's her budget? Yeah, give us a yeah. budget.
2: We, we yeah, we need more information. Yeah, here. dude,
3: just be like because I would. I mean, yeah, like what's she into?
1: Yeah, I don't know where you're watching, Lewis, but facebook or twitch or if you're yeah. left and you're listening or you can tweet at us
2: yeah if, if if you're if you're watching later on just tweet at us and we'll hit you up with some stuff
3: yeah i need a budget because these these sideshow yeah budget's important holy crap dude yeah we what I'm, does I'm, she I'm already f- have i'm filling up my cart full of of these models and it's not pretty
2: amy's gonna kill you
3: Oh man, it's a business expense. She won't have to know. Yeah, as long it. as he puts it behind him <laughs> on that shelf, then
1: then. Uh, then uh, this shit's expensive, but so worth it. Um, what was your first memory ever of Star Wars, and what made you fall in love with it? What house already answered that one? Uh, I've mentioned it a few times, but I don't mind saying it again. Tim, what was yours?
3: My first memory of Star Wars was my uncle giving me his original trilogy collector box. It wasn't the, it was yeah it was it was a VHS. It was the um it was not the um not the special editions. it, It wasn't the special edition with the gold Vader box on it. It was the one before that. Um, so it was the one where. Jabba wasn't CGI. Jabba was the, actually the humanoid with the with the fur with the fur jacket giant on. Vest. The giant fur vest. And he was the angry Scotsman. Um so it was before any of the digital any of the digital rework was done. Um, so that was my first ever memory, and for some reason I latched on to Return of the Jedi. I think it was always because of the lightsaber fight scene between Luke and Vader on the the Death Star. Um, that for me, for some reason, that entire sequence of Luke meeting the Emperor and then going all the way through to the end uh, just always caught my attention. I don't know why, um, but I could I went through Return of the Jedi like it was like water.
1: Mine was uh, I actually saw Return of the Jedi first. So I had the opposite of the experience of what house I knew the ending before I saw the, all the other ones. Um, but I remember I was uh, I don't remember how old I was, seven, eight years old, nine, maybe. And I remember sitting in my aunt's house uh on her brown braided carpet that she had in her living room on the big tube tv with my cousin watching luke with his green lightsaber and facing down the emperor and i was like where i want that that thing that he has in his hand i want that what do you think we could cut through with that like that's what was going through my head and you know then going out in the yard and beating the shit out of each other with sticks pretending we had lightsabers was, oh yeah uh, absolutely was the best uh that was that was my earliest memory and then it gets just snowballs from there um and that's
2: the version of luke that i that i dressed up as for halloween i I wore a black turtleneck and black corduroy pants
1: that's so
3: good
2: and and i've got like a belt that has like boats on it (laughs) (laughs) i didn't have a black belt so i just got this like, (laughs) like like thing that has like boats and nautical flags on it i'm just holding this like really like three dollar cheap lightsaber that's like white i'm just like i'm missing teeth like oh this is awesome
1: (laughs) anonymous asks what's your favorite moment in star wars what else
2: um i think it's in a new hope right as uh you know right right as they they win and uh and Han just says, "Great shot, kid! That was one of them—one in a million.
3: Great shot, kid. It's one in a million. What about you, Tim? Oh man, um,
1: damn! I don't know. It's yours, Kevin. Um, since so, since I go in phases and I can't really like nail down one thing, I'll go with my most recent. The one that made me freak out more than anything recently was probably um, Darth Maul's death on Rebels. Mm. I was in Tim's DMs, all caps. Oh, my God, dude. He was freaking out like
3: like a kid in the candy shop. It was
1: just so perfect and not what anyone would have expected but made sense more than anything ever written in the Star Wars universe that both of them had played that moment in their head like 700 times. But Obi Wan had the forethought to bait Maul, who was just consumed with his. I don't know. there's just. It's just. Damn. It's just. It's really, 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 really perfect. Uh, ask me in two weeks. I'll probably give you something else. But
3: yeah, I can't think of like. There's just so many good lines. It's hard to pick.
1: Just, just pick one. one. Oh. You can change it in the future. Uh,
3: for, uh. Uh. Damn it! I don't know, Kevin. Uh. No incineration this time.
1: <laughs> that one. All right, that works. There's just too many in my head. I don't know, I can just pick one. Lewis's budget is 500. She loves the old stuff and hates the new trilogy. She lost all her Star Wars stuff in a bad breakup. Well, first of all, that person. Oh man.
3: Yeah, seriously. That sucks. Uh,
1: I'm loves sure. the old stuff. Um, there's lots of Oh, you know what you could get? Um, if she's into lightsabers, Revan's black series lightsaber is is out. I think that's 200 change it's like it's like 240 uh, that might not it's, it's be a bad through, one through and, hasbro and then some of I the, don't the books. Know, dude it, she
3: would love the the child the, look at the i'm telling you go to go to sideshow.com and they've got a couple different um child replicas um and they're all under 500 bucks like who like who doesn't love this cute little yeah. kiddo
2: yeah f- find out who her favorite character is and get her the sideshow figure
3: yeah like these things are freaking adorable dude
1: yeah and she'd love you forever Patrick and asked then, and then get like
2: the 4k DVDs or yeah. blu-rays or whatever
1: oh they just announced the Lord of the Rings ones last
2: week so, yes so. they did uh
1: Patrick asked specifically Woodhouse who's your favorite Star Wars character
2: that's an easy one Kyle Katarn and I'm like so mad that he hasn't been brought back in the canon because um, he's probably one of the coolest EU characters that has not been
3: reestablished
2: he, um, in the Disney canon.
3: There was a uh, a demo disc for the second game that was in PC Magazine. And it's a fight where you get on a Star Destroyer and you fight a Sith in the hangar bay. And I played that level over and over and over and over again uh yeah he's a a cool character he's a very very cool character
2: yeah i had the the demo for they did a like a pretty decent episode one game on pc Mm -hmm. and you could play through the entire level of running through the trade federation you know battleship yeah. After the negotiations fail, and you're like, you're Obi Wan, and, and you get to use a blaster as Obi Wan. I'm just like, oh my God, you know, this is so uncivilized.
1: <laughs> um, Dorsey has said maybe get a lightsaber commission. The only reason that's I say it. no now is because you do, if you can get to one of the Disneys, that's obviously, you know, when things calm down. I highly recommend the experience of building your own lightsaber. Highly, highly, highly 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 i don't care if you like the new stuff the old stuff that experience is second to none and you're gonna yeah. pay just as much as you would online for a lightsaber so essentially the experience is free um alongside of the lightsaber uh the yeah. ones the, even going the ones, to
2: galaxy's edge is like yeah it, it's it it's the most incredible star wars experience i've ever had yeah
1: yeah yeah rub it in and the even the like i've said the story a million times but the staff is trained to be in the universe when you talk to them it's that that's that would be the, the ultimate i think for someone who's never done it um, sure if you can't then yeah maybe commissioning a, a custom lightsaber or um collecting you know a set from from uh some of the existing ones
2: and start saving up now and take her on a vacation to the theme hotel when they open it
1: oh
3: lord i have no idea i feel like that got pushed back so hard i feel like 2022 for that
1: one yeah
3: i mean that would be a good time because that'd be open for their 100th year so
1: pockets wants to thank woodhouse for the xbox series x stock updates a few weeks ago so we thank you Woodhouse. happy to do it um anonymous said have you guys been to the hot toys section of sideshow they have a 1-6 Ahsoka and Rex. And Tim, right. I, they do I offer payment it. plans. Uh, thank
3: you. <laughs> thank you. Just so you know. Yeah. So yeah, you I was like, to, a, I was like mortgage your
1: Star Wars figurines. You do have that option. Might have to. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Woodhouse, give us all of your uh, your information on where people can find you. Anything you want to plug that you're working on and all that fun and cute stuff.
2: So you can find me on on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Woodhouse, spelled incorrectly, um, because the guy that has it is a teacher that has never used Twitter since the day that he signed up. We love that. Um, you know, you can find me on Fandom at you know I'm Mr. Woodhouse on Fandom, on Reddit, on everything else. Um, you know, if if there's one thing that you should check out, uh, you know, after this, you should check out what's on my shirt.
1: Ah. Am I to and say Go it? look it up. Can we, no. say, can we say it?
2: It's called oh. BingeBot. BingeBot. Um, it's a cool new thing we're working on. It's in. Uh, it's a beta test right now, but it helps you find cool new things to watch on your streaming services based on things you already love.
3: It's a perfect time to binge.
1: hmm Tim was playing with it before the show. He said it's fun.
3: It's very fun. I just I clicked all the thumbnails of things that I had watched and enjoyed.
2: Thank you. Very we had a we had a dev meeting where I said, you know, I, like I, I love it, but it keeps passive aggressively, aggressively telling me to finish the expanse. And somebody said, well, you should finish the expanse you then. Should. Then it you should finish won't the will tell expanse. you.
3: The expanse is very good. It's excellent. And the new one's coming out. They they it showed is. the trailer off for the new for the next one. Man,
1: Tim, if if only we could do a spoiler cast watch party of that on Amazon on Twitch. But but Kevin, we can what. Oh, oh man. We should discuss this like we already haven't already. That would be probably <laughs> smart to do uh, Sounds for great, us. Kevin. Okay, we will talk after the thing. All right. Smile. He's Darkness429 on Facebook. You can check him out every day, fb.gg slash Darkness429. Darkness429 on YouTube, Twitter, the whole nine yards. Um, uh, I'm Got no it. longer KMagic101.
3: <laughs> That's so depressing. I'm um, like
1: Vision on Twitter. Uh, and everything I do you could just go to raredrop.co and check it out that's it so you, just, you should just homepage it dude you, I, dude I did that before I made the announcement uh, just homepage our website oh them oh yeah, they
3: no, should make homepage that, make, it they should go
1: homepage I was like Tim I've had raredrop.co homepage before. <laughs> but cool yeah alright alright Tim alright bud you gotta say the thing Oh, yeah, punch it! (laughs) Chad, thank you as always for hanging out with us. We appreciate your time. We appreciate your nerdiness. And eternally and forever, may the force be with you. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool
3: to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.